Blog Talk Radio. You know, every now and then, I think you might like to hear something from us. Nice. There's just one thing. You see, we never, ever do nothing. Nice. Easy. We always do it. Nice. Rough. But we're going to take the beginning of this song and do it easy. But then we're going to do the finish. Rough. The way we do. Proud Mary. We're rolling, ooh, rolling, ooh, rolling, ooh, rolling on the river. Listen to the story. Left a good job Down in, in the city, city. working for the man every night and day. And I never lost one minute of sleep. And I was worried about the way that things. Indeed, baby, you are now tuned in to DJ Shine on the H-I-L-L Top Radio Show. What that is, Hilltop Mother, shut your mouth. What? I was only talking about the baddest radio station on the land, you heard me? Oh, well, what that is? Hilltop, Hilltop. Welcome to the show. And tonight we got a veteran and a pioneer 
icon, and wherever else you want to give to this queen of the industry, radio. She's a radio host, a radio personality. She has a gospel station, a blues station, international syndicate radio host, um, 2018 recipient for the Martin Luther King 50th anniversary Shiro Stone Award. I hope I'm saying that right because I'm bad with pronouncing names and stuff. Um, 2017 recipient of the Living to the Key to the City Alone. Alone. I'm sorry, uh, Jazzy. I'm I'm just messing every damn thing up for you. Uh, and yes, into the okay. West Tennessee Music Museum 2016 Af- African American Chamber of Commerce Ruby Award winner 2015 Rhythm and Blues Music Hall of Fame inductee 2004 Matt T. D. Williams Award re- re- recipient. Actress, wow, you got a lot going on there, and you're still here today uh, providing um, artists with, you know, a good music platform. You're from Tennessee. Welcome, Jazzy A, to the Hilltop Radio Show with DJ Sean, and Money Mike is with me tonight. How are you doing tonight, sweetheart? I am well. Thank you all for having me. Yeah, so... The question that everybody asks, you know, when did you get started? You know, how old were you when you realized that, you know, entertainment is what what you wanted to do when you got older? Well, to be honest with you, I started at the tender age of 16. And I, like most, started with gospel. Um, Growing up in the Church of God in Christ, we used to have a lot of fundraisers, building funds, and uh, different what we call back then singing reunions to raise different funds for the church. And when it came time for us to do one, I actually chaired one for us one year, and it did very well. And the next time we needed a building fund, they asked me to chair it again, and it turned out very well. Then other churches in the area started asking my pastor if I could chair their fundraiser. So that's actually how I got started was in the Church of God in Christ. And it just led to other different things. Uh, from there, I went into the military and come back out. Uh, after serving six years in the military and uh, got married and moved to North Carolina. And uh, my ex-mother-in-law was a pastor of a church, and I wanted to continue on. So I started doing gospel concerts. That was the start of me actually going into the professional arena, and Mm -hmm. I had the opportunity to book and work with certain artists such as uh, Rance Allen, Take Six before they became very big, and uh, the uh, the gospel keynotes, and I can go on and on, but we'll be here all night, you know what I'm saying? Right. If I uh, keep going and naming there. So from uh, the gospel, I moved to Norfolk, Virginia, from North Carolina, and started working for one of the households there, and 
uh, I took over as office manager there, and one of the lady that worked in the office with me, she was into jazz. So she invited me to come out to some jazz event with her, and I actually enjoyed jazz, but I didn't know a whole lot about it, nor the artists. You know what I'm saying? I knew a few artists and everything. And uh, to make a long story short there, I wound up becoming one of the board members for the Tidewater Jazz Society, and that led me into another position with the Norfolk Jazz Festival and being able to book major artists like Hiroshima, the Yellow Jacket, Richard Smallwood, uh, Kristen McBride, Noah Porner, um, Miles J., Richard Elias, to name a few. And it just kept growing from there. Wow. So you so you you so you've met and done a lot for the gospel industry since the age of, might as well say the age of 16. Um, yes. And, you know, and uh, the question I'm going to ask you, and, and I ask a lot of other uh, gospel artists that we interview here on the show, what's the difference between the music now than it was back in the day? The music today, <laughs> I'm probably going to get in trouble here because I, I, sometimes I can be brutally honest. So let me put my disclaimer in here now <laughs> before I answer that question. It is not to offend anyone or point fingers at anyone or to downplay or to look down on anyone. But today, I feel that a lot of the music is missing a lot of soul and a lot of creativity. Today, the artists are so busy wanting to sound like someone else till they lose their own identity. Mm-hmm. And also, the soul that we have, I'm not saying that the artists today is not putting their all into it because they contribute in other ways. A lot of them do, because a lot of them will pour their blood, sweat, and tears in to make sure that they get to somebody's studio or build their own studio to be able to record and get their music out to be heard. Where in the days when I came up, we everybody on the corner didn't have their own record label or didn't have their own recording studio. They actually paid to go into the studio, whether they wrote the material or composing the music, but the sound was totally different. Today, I being in the business and as a radio station owner and a personality, a lot of the artists are stuck in the 70s, and most of them are not even that old. Right. I get so many songs where they have cheapened their sound by using all these synthesizers. Get away. We, this is 2023. Why are you using synthesizers in 2023? Yeah, that's, right. that's one of the biggest pet peeves with me because I'm not against electronic. 
I'm not against digital technology because I'm not one of those old school DJs where they came up and they had crates and crates and crates of records and Mm -hmm. two or three turntables to spin. Mm -hmm. I'm not. So I'm with I'm with modern technology because I use a controller to spin my music. I use a laptop to play my music. I use an external hard drive to store my music. So I'm not saying that we can't use modern technology, but we should have enough creativity within ourselves that we make it sound as if it is live instruments instead of being all electronic. And uh, unless you're doing EDM, and then, okay, it's supposed to sound like that. Right, right. This is uh, this is the Hilltop Radio Show, and we got the one and only talented producer, entrepreneur uh, from Tennessee, Miss Jazzy. Again, Jazzy, thank you for uh, taking time out of your schedule and joining us here on the show. And shouts out to Mr. Norris uh, Hampton for putting us two together. And we've been we've been climbing the mountain together since we met. So I appreciate you know meeting you and you know networking with you and getting all the you know your tea and you getting my tea and we just sitting at the table drinking tea. And I appreciate you 110 percent. Honestly, I do. Thank you, and same here. It's been a pleasure being able to work with you and to be able to net with you and some of your colleagues as well. So, I mean, you never get too old to learn. You never get too old to meet new friends. And, you know, I learned, too, there's never a dumb question in this industry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there's never a dumb question. What I've, what I've, what I've learned over the years I was talking to my mentor, you know, about an hour before the show, and I was asking him a couple of things. And he's like, "Man, he said, always remember one thing: it's not a dumb, it's not a dumb question in this, in this, you know, in the industry. You know, you, you're relearning." He said, after 67 years, he said, "I'm still learning the business because he's a he's a uh, you know a, a entertainment attorney, you know, so he's going through some things, you know, through federal court." You know, with, with with a group that he's working with, you know, uh, another ex, another uh, ex uh, member trying to take, you know, here we go again with the name and trying to run with the name and doesn't have all rights to the name and this and that. So that's a big issue coming up, you know, that he's working on. It's like he's like, you know, he's been in law since since the, you know since the seventies, and it's like he learns every day, something new every day. In the business, there was one. Um, there was one particular thing that you said a while ago. Was artists, the artists, a percentage of the artists today are trying to sound like someone else instead of sounding like themselves. And in your opinion, that does hurt the industry a little bit. Correct? It does hurt the industry. It does. It does. It it hurts the industry a lot because if I want to hear Johnny Taylor, I'll just play some old Johnny Taylor. I don't need someone else coming trying to portray Johnny Taylor. 
and I'll use one of the up-and-coming or new artists now uh, as King George. Mm -hmm. A lot of the artists and a lot of the music I get, some of them is the same beat. Mm -hmm. So what happened to the creativity? What happened to your identity? Because you don't want to be or you shouldn't want to be a carbon copy of anyone else. When I got asked to do radio, may he rest in peace, it was Harold Conover from Music Talk Radio out of Boulder, Colorado. I told him I didn't know anything about doing radio other than bringing my music to the radio station and asking the program director and the music director if they would play it. But he said to me, if I would be serious, he would fly from Boulder, Colorado to Memphis, Tennessee, and teach me everything I needed to know. Well, I'm one of those that are hands-on, and I got to try for myself. You know, right. I, I learn right. better if I if I get my feet dirty. <laughs> and then right. what I need for you to do is come in and enhance what I picked up and learned. If I'm wrong, then straighten me out. I don't mind being told that that's not what you do. Again, Funky Larry Jones, may he rest in peace. When I first started doing radio, I'm going to be honest, I didn't even know what a crossfader was. I didn't even know what it was supposed to do because <laughs> that was, I'm, I'm honest. And Funky Larry told me, he used to call me baby girl. No, he used to call me, excuse me, pretty lady. Pretty lady. All you got to do is just get in there and play with that crossfader. I said, what's a crossfader? <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this crossfader? And he said, pretty lady, that's how you go from one track to another. I said, myself, hmm, I ain't, this ain't working. I said, well, you may need to show me how to do this because what I'm doing is now open up the audio program and I'm putting tracks in just as if we're recording I'm using three different tracks here and, and I'm putting my voice on track one and I'm using track two and three to lay out my music. He said, Yeah baby girl, but get it now. It should be smooth. It shouldn't be any dead air or nothing in between it. I said, Okay. Well I started mm -hmm. looking up what the crossfader was and what it was supposed to do. But Going back to Hurl, when I sent him my demo show, I said to him, I only want to do it my way. Mm -hmm. I want to do it like radio used to be, when you knew who the artists were and you knew yeah. the name of the songs. Yeah. Today, we spend so much money trying to, well, dance buy songs that we think is the artist and come to find out that's not even the right artist and that's not the name of the song. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to sound like no one else. So he said, well, that's the way you want to do it. It's your show. You you do it. All I need to know is when can I expect my first show? I said, well, just give me a minute. I said, and, and let me play with it a little while longer to make sure that I had it down pat and airtight because 
I'm not a quitter. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to give it my all. And I don't want to embarrass you, and I sure don't want to embarrass myself. But in that time, it it took about four weeks, four to five weeks before I sent him my first show because I still was unsure of the territory I was about to walk in. And, again, I didn't want to embarrass him, and I didn't want to embarrass me. And from being in on the management side, I have saw how radio works. And you can be doing real well, or your numbers could drop. And then yep. that radio decide that they're going to do a cutback, and they cut you. Yep. They or they get rid of you because they can get somebody else to come in and work a little cheaper than you after you done built and got the station hot or the program hot. So while I was learning what to do as a personality, I also handled my business. And what I did was I trademarked the name of my show and my name. Mm-hmm. I say this way. If this thing takes off like everybody keeps telling me it's going to, well, if they decide to get rid of me, they got to get rid of the whole show. They won't keep the they won't keep the name of my show and put somebody else in. I've out and worked so hard to build it. So that's kind of where I started. And I would like to just chime in a little bit, if I may, about your mentor friend that that's the attorney. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate where he is. I can appreciate what he's doing and what he's going through because I've had to walk in those shoes on the opposite side. Mm-hmm. And it's important, and I'll say this, to anyone that's listening, please handle your business. Copyright your your material. Please register your material. You should even have a copyright on your name because what if you using a name and someone across the pond is using the same name you're using? And now your stuff take off, and you become an international sensation. Now, somebody got a problem. Either you're going to wind up changing your name, or the other person is going to have to change their name. But only the person that have legal rights to the name is going to be able to to keep the name, Mm -hmm. to use it. I I I I know most of you know the song and the dance, the Cha Cha Slide, mm-hmm. and it was done by Casper out of Chicago, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Well, me myself, Mixmaster Lee, and Red Rum, we sued Universal Records and Casper and Marvell Thomas for copyright infringement because in 1997, 98, but we didn't 
finished getting everything together until October of 99, and we actually received a copyright uh, on it in May of 2000. But Casper didn't create the Cha-Cha Slide. I created the dance. I'm the fourth in the world to ever have a copyright on a dance. There are three other dances before Stomp, and that's what we copyrighted as. Stomp, S-T-O-M-P, different from Kirk Franklin. Mm-hmm. The three dances before ours is the swing, the twist, and they could be vice versa, okay? And I know the third one is the Macarena and then Stomp. Sure. Yeah. You can go to the Library of Congress, and you will find it there up on the Jazzy A. And sure, I had the conversation with Mr. Avery Lipman before we pursued to go on to court with this, that they was infringing upon our rights. And Avery said to me, do you know how hard, Miss Anderson, it is to get a copyright on a dance and you're telling me you have a copyright? I say, yes, sir, I am. He said, you got a copyright on a dance. I say, yes, sir. I said, to be honest with you, I'm the fourth in the world to ever have a copyright on a dance. And I named the other three. Of course, he didn't believe me. And then at that point, I contacted ASCAP. I contacted BMI. I contacted CSAT. I contacted the Grammys, and I said, you better not give him or recognize him for this work because it is an infringement upon ours. We had the video with me creating the dance from scratch where I had my little nieces and stepchildren at the time where we couldn't even remember what all we were doing to put it together, and uh, we had to go back and watch what we were doing. So we sent all of that footage in, you know, when we copyrighted everything along with the song. Of course, they went in a couple of times to change the song because he thought that they were only trying to get beneath the bars, but it wasn't about the song. It was the song and the dance because he kept describing the dance that we had copyrighted, and which was me and Mix Master Lee. Mm, which you, which so, you made, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it wound up going to court, or they settled right before we went to court, but it took us having to have the attorneys to come in at this point because Universal had the lawyers, and, and I'm not a lawyer. I'm just one that believed in covering my butt. So mm-hmm. I made sure that I documented everything and registered and copyrighted everything, and thank God that we did. It did take us spending money to win the lawsuit as well because we even had to go as far as to hire a mixologist, a musicologist, excuse me, and to listen to make sure that there was no difference. And thank God we won. So I, I, know, I know what he's dealing with. Uh, 
because I too have had to sit on the opposite side and needed the service. Oh yeah, yeah, I I I learned a lot. And and, and the thing about and and, and I'm gonna stay with you before I get to other. I'm gonna go to the fellows and see if they got questions for you. It's it's a disrespect. It's a, it's, it's a disrespect and disrespectful when you you create something and someone has the nerve and the audacity to go behind you and try to take it and steal it and claim it as theirs and change everything up, you know, and, 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 and then they think they can get away with it. And then when you have these mega, you know, these mega – uh, you know, labels thinking, oh, you know, we, we're gonna this this one's gonna be in the bag, and then it comes out. Yeah, you did steal it. You know, the first thing they want to do is half of them aren't aren't gonna apologize to you, and then you know, go and ask uh, Marvin Gaye's people. They don't play around when mm-hmm. you go try to steal his stuff, and when they mm-hmm. sue, they sue in they sue in millions. Ask Pharrell, ask mm-hmm. Robin Thicke, ask them cats, ask uh, the young boy uh, that just got sued again. Always getting sued. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the young boy that does the does the uh, well Anderson Park. What's his name? Uh, Bruno Mars. Ask his ask his label. They've been sued. He's been sued since he's been singing. Now he's on. Now he's got a lawsuit with the the Gap Band, stealing their music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. It's pathetic. Create your own style. But it, even if you, if you're not that creative, then do the right thing and get a mechanical license. There you go. You know, do the right thing. It's better to pay, depending on how many you're going to try to press up or stream. I mean, if you're talking about giving an example, 2,500 copies, only going to cost you $250. But you can't even walk into the attorney office for $250. So you are better off paying that little nine cents per minute and take care of it on the front end versus trying to Thank you doing something slick or getting over on someone. Because even back to me, yes, Sean, it is disrespectful and it's very hurt. When I heard Casper them do that, I cried because of all the hours that was put in there and being someone going to come and take it. And the sad part about it is I'm the one that actually gave Casper the CD. Mm-hmm. He was in Robin, Illinois, working at Shirley's place. Me and the ex walked in and gave him the copy, paid him $5 to play the song so we could get out on the dance floor and show people how to do the new dance. Wow. Now, his, his story to us was he got tired of people asking him how to do the dance, so he just put out a CD telling them how to do it, so he they wouldn't keep asking him how to do it. <laughs> but it would have been nice to just come back and ask us to do that one. Why don't y'all put out an instruction video, or did y'all mind if I do this, or here is something, you know, we want to do this. 
But And then he continued to lie about it. But I promise you, I got certificates of registration in my possession. Well, I, I know about that the, the copycat because I, I, I left a lot of people leave, you know, kicked a lot of people off my show. And the next thing you know, they they wanted to try to re, recreate their entire radio show until, I, until they were sent that cease and desist uh, letter and stuff and things like that because mm-hmm. I don't play I don't play around either, you know what I mean? I, I'll send you paperwork as well too because I work too hard, you work hard. People work too hard to get to where they're at to have ignorant-ass people go behind them and try to take what they work hard for and, and think it's a game. It's not a game. You can you can ruin no. yourself and you can asshole and you at and you pretty much can get blackballed for the rest of your life. So you know sometimes you gotta watch out what you do and how you do it, and you think that you're gonna get away with it, and and you're not. Nine times out of ten you won't get away with it because it's too many. It's too much. What I've learned in the in the, in the industry, uh, Jazzy, is there's too many loyal people out there that's loyal toward what you're doing what you have created, what you have accomplished, and what you do, and it'll all come back home. It'll all come back home. It might not come back home that day or that week, but it'll come back home to you. Yeah. It will. It will. It will. It will. So let's let's play a quick commercial. We'll be right back here on the Hilltop Radio Show. We'll get some questions from Money Mike and Law Dog. And here on the Hilltop Radio Show, we'll be right back, y'all. Coming to Atlanta, the Southern Soul Radio Music Film Conference, August 17th through the 20th at the Airport Doubletree Hotel. Record labels, artists, filmmakers, media, actors, DJs. This is the largest networking event this year. Thursday, August 17th, official kickoff. Entertainment Mixer with registration 11 to 5 Eastern. And the meet and greet 7 to 11 p.m. Friday the 18th. Registration 1 to 7 Eastern. The breakaway session for music meets film. The deal is on the table with film premieres 9 to 4. And Friday night, the exciting artist showcase. Saturday the 18th. Radio breakout sessions from 9 till noon. Your ambassador, also moderator, television star, Emmanuel Webster Lewis. Featuring the new Legacy Youth Workshop, Back to Basics, Marketing, and Record Promotion. The Actors Workshop, covering auditions 12 to 4, then 7 p.m. to 11.30. Hit the red carpet for the five-star dinner and keynote speaker with honorees presentation. Sunday, 9 till 11, the gospel brunch with keynote speaker and closing ceremony. What you need to know on Eventbrite.com under the Southern Soul Radio and Music and Film Conference. Powered by Brimstone Music and Black. Global Group. All right, welcome back to the Hilltop Radio Show. We got the one and only, the talented, the lovely, the beautiful Jazzy A is in the house. Uh, Money Mike, any questions you want to ask Jazzy at this time? Uh, it's not really that it's questions, but I was just sitting back listening to the everything you were saying, and what I really dig about you, I like how you say it. You know, I just I wanted to do it my way. I didn't want to take the the this that sounds like this or that that sounds like that because that being me uh i'm a hip-hop head but what i hate is when the music changed and now then everybody sounded alike and that to me on i get where you coming from because that that's what killed hip-hop for me because now i if i cut on the radio and, and it's the rap album y'all probably play 12 songs that sounded just alike with the diff- with the exception of a person's different vocal tone, so in hearing that, you you just gave me the, I said, well maybe I'm maybe I shouldn't feel this way, but no, nah, hearing you say that, I, I definitely you made me wanna, 
you know, hold my head up a little high and, you know, stick to like, hey, I just don't like the fact, well, where's the originality? Where's, what does anybody do to change from everybody else? So I think you're sharing that. Don't, don't, don't change you because nobody can be you better than you. You can't do me. I can't do you. Now, we can get together and maybe create a collab or something, but at the end of the day, I'm still going to be Jazz A, and you still going to be Money Mike. And, yeah, I actually got my start in hip-hop because before even doing that with Mixed Master Lee and Red Rum, I was with another rapper, female rapper, by the name of Lois Lane, and we had a line dance called Chinese Checkers. Mm-hmm. And we actually got picked up by Sony Records uh, with that one there. I mean, and we used to go and we used to open up a lot for Three Six Ma- Mafia, Pressure, uh, which is now Mr. David. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and there are some stories I could tell there too, which. With my run in hip hop, that's what got me into uh, blues today because I really did get tired of being put out the club, <laughs> and I was already telling in the middle of the night. <laughs> in the middle of the night. <laughs> I remember them days getting put out the club doing hip hop. Yeah, many and plenty of times. Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm still getting royalty checks. So I, I'm not against hip-hop. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just too old to do it now. <laughs> I think, King, King, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And then I had, uh, Marshall, when I had Marshall Thompson on, he said the best thing at the end of the day about the industry is, going, is waiting for the mailman to come and hearing that bank alarm go off. King, King. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, Lone Dog, welcome to the show, man. Anything you want to ask, Miss Jazzy A? Or yeah, comment? yo, what's up, that DJ Sean? Yes, sir, man. What's up, Money Mike? Yo, what's up, beautiful Miss Jazz? Baby girl, get out! Baby girl, get out my um backyard, baby. Get out my backyard. <laughs> sure. What you know about? Put your thing down. Put your thing down. You gotta put your thing down. Yeah, me and Pressure, we go all the way back. You know what I'm saying? All the way back with Belmar Records, Tony Mercedes, all that. But yeah, I'm from Augusta, Georgia, baby. So you know I did. Then you know another uh, young man out of that area that I've had the opportunity to work with, Matthew Davis. Oh, boy, that's my brother. (laughs) Baddest uh, studio studio guy right there. Yeah. And also, you know, Creole D and L.A. Snow and and Deuce and all them. I do. I do. And uh, Matthew's lovely wife, Selena Soul. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, yes. But you know what, y'all? She's right uh, because you got a lot of groups 
um, you got a lot of groups that sound in the light. When you looking at that blues, like say like what, blood bless the dead, male waiters, and mm-hmm. Roy Steve's band, and you know when mm-hmm. you hear that sound that. All them synthesizers. Come on. Every song used to come on. I used to talk to my my brother, Rudy Collins, a.k.a. Rudy, with uh, Ruthless Sound and Lighting. Um, we used to talk about the same thing over and over again. All these songs, Sound and Light. But, you know, it used to be like when everybody used to have their different, you used to tell different, okay, this is the Chicago thing, or this is the yes. Gusta Swain. This is L.A., yes. you know what I'm saying, or New York. Yes. Mm-hmm. Come on, or create Memphis. the sound. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. But, you know, I would like to get with you because I know, you know, some folks who did, they, um, you know, I know about all them Chinese checkers. I used to DJ them and perform with them folks back in the day. But I would like oh. to get with you on some things. So we go way back. We go way back. We was in the same circle. You just didn't know me. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, actually, my first professional deal was with JEA Records, which is the Barcase label. And okay. uh, we signed a production deal with them. And actually, uh, after I left hip-hop, uh, actually, I traveled a little bit with Mr. J. Blackfoot, Mr. Taxi. Right. And, and from Jay Blackfoot, I joined the Bobby Rush crew. So, right. And I've been with Mr. Rush 25 years now. Now, Jazz, now I don't know if you remember, back in Atlanta, all them hip-hop groups and the Miami bass artists, you know, Al Bell used to be eating them up, didn't he? Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. And actually, L is getting ready to do something else. So I'm told from another inside source. So wow, uh, uh, I'm going to be reaching out to L myself, and mm-hmm. I want to get it firsthand. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it did come from a pretty reliable source that do a lot of work with Al. But I did get a dime yeah. that Al is getting ready to do something else with his label and distribution, just like he did when he started up with Stacks and went on over to Motown. Yeah, because you're talking about Top Secret, um, Simply Smooth, the group I used to oh, be with, yeah. Day One. <laughs> so, hey. Wow. Y'all, we can go history. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. we can. Well, again, this is the Hilltop Radio Show. We got the one and only Miss Jazzy A is on the show again. Jazzy, uh, thank you for uh, taking your time out of your schedule and uh, being a part of my show uh, tonight, and also being a part of your your life and you know and networking with you on on a positive, you know, positive um, you know goals that we've set for each other for your artists. Uh, your client, Radio Rashid, which, you know, he was on last week. We loved, uh, really loved yes. his, his music. And uh, we're going to play his music for for everybody that you're responsible. Um, you're his manager and everything. We're going to play his music shortly. Uh, for those that, that didn't get a chance to listen to the interview, we're going to play his music here in a few. Um, I'm going to jump around, 
Jazzy, because you you've won a lot of a lot of a lot a lot of awards since you know the the early two thousands. But it's one it's two particular awards that I really want to really uh, touch your your heart on because I know they were you know these awards were really um, you know really like wow you know wow wow for you today. And that's in 2015. You know, you were indicted to the Blues, Rhythm and Blues Music Hall of Fame. How Yeah. How did you feel when you got the call and you know what I mean? Take us take us to that day. That you know that day. You know. The day I, I, I got that. the call from mm-hmm. Mr. Lamont Robertson who is the CEO and founder of the Rhythm and Blues Music Hall of Fame. I thought he was joking. I thought somebody was joking, <laughs> to be <laughs> honest with you. And um, he said, uh, I'm trying to reach Jazzy, Jazz Anderson. I said, speaking. He said, hi, this is Lamont Robinson, CEO and president of the Rhythm and Blues Music Hall of Fame. I said, okay. He said, how are you today? I said, I'm well. And I'm still waiting for him to tell me why he's calling. Cool. And then he said, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm calling you because we would like to induct you into the class of 2015 into the Rhythm and Blues Music Hall of Fame. I started laughing. <laughs> and I said, oh, for real? He said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> I said, who is this? He said, Lamont Robinson. I said, no, no, stop playing now. Who is this? He said, Miss Anderson, it's Lamont Robinson with the Rhythm and Blues Hall of Fame. I said, you can't be calling me to induct me into nobody Rhythm and Blues Music Hall of Fame. He said, yes, ma'am, it's the same Hall of Fame that we have Whitney Houston and Marvin Gaye and, <laughs> and Aretha Franklin. And uh, all, he went on to, he said, Tom Jordan and all that. I said, you do know I don't sing, right? He said, well, we're not inducting you in for your singing ability, but we're inducting you in for your contribution to the music industry. And I sit back, and I'm still thinking that he's joking. I said, okay, when is it? And he gave me the date that the induction was going to be. And he said, uh, could I have your correct mailing address because we will be sending you an official invitation and we need for you to accept. And I said, okay. And he said, you know, it'll come with your room and da-da-da-da-da. And I'm thinking, I don't know who this is, but they good. And so I would not tell no one. I wouldn't tell no friends. I wouldn't tell my family. I didn't invite anyone <laughs> because I thought he you thought, was joking. You thought, you're getting, you thought you were getting punked. I thought I had been pranked. I really did. thought I had really been pranked. And as it got closer and closer to the time, and he started calling me with the hotel information and everything, and, and then I told one of my friends, so I thought was my friend, and I'm going to say this to all of you that listen. Mm-hmm. People that are in your circle don't necessarily 
be happy for you. Yep. They can smile. They can laugh. They can eat. They can drink. Even stay with you and still not be in your corner. Because when I told this particular person about I had received the call and I was going to be into the Rhythm and Blues Music Hall of Fame, they said to me, come on, Jazz, you inducted into the Rhythm and Blues Music Hall of Fame? What have you done so spectacular that they're going to induct you into the Rhythm and Blues? He said, do you know that they're going to be inducting Al Bell, the Bard Case, uh, Millie Jackson, Bobby Rush, Evan Presley, and all of them in, and you telling me you're going to get inducted in with all of them? I said, yes. And he laughed at me. I felt so bad. I felt so bad because I'm still trying to come to grip that it's going to happen. So right. then I didn't say anything else until about a week before, and then that's when I told them, and actually – it took place, and oh my God! Today I hold that gold record, so I, I want to thank Mr. Lamont Robinson. So for all of you to think that your work may not be in notice, just keep doing you and keep grinding, because I didn't know they was watching me either until I got the call, and now I have the living proof. And it didn't even stop there. And I think this was the second part that you was probably going to ask me about. Yeah. After I was inducted into the Rhythm and Blues Music Hall of Fame, my hometown uh, got it. They did a story. The local news did a story on me as well. And they actually wind up putting together some things, and I received uh, a proclamation from the city that I grew up in as a child. I received from the county mayor. They even took it to the House of Representatives, and from that proclamation, I actually received my own holiday mm-hmm. for the state of Tennessee, which is mm-hmm. September 17th of every year. It's not just a day. It's an annual holiday. Um, I also received the key to the city of Alamo, and I'm actually the first African-American, period, male or female, to receive the key to this city. So your work will continue to shine. And after I received that in 2016, I was inducted into the West Tennessee Music Museum, and most of you will know it, and God rest her soul, at the Tina Turner Museum. So I have my own this also in in that Hall of Fame with Miss Tina Turner and along with some other artists from the West Tennessee area, which like the late, great Miss Denise LaSalle, Reverend Clay Evelyn, uh, Luther Ingram, um, Elvis, and, oh, my God, I can't remember who else, who, who all else, you know what I'm saying, that is there. Yeah. Uh, but it's, I'm just thankful and blessed. Wow. That's, uh, you know, again, uh, like I tell, you know, like when I started, you know, networking with you and we started, you know, really 
really uh, uh, socializing, you know, really telling each other's, you know, past and everything. I was like, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm talking to a star. I'm talking to a, I'm talking to a Hall of Famer. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, this is an honor. You know, I mean, how many times do you get to make with, with, you know, with, you know, people with, you know, your resume. You follow what I'm saying? It's very seldom that you might see their names. You know, somebody else might mention their names and stuff like that, but it's an honor, you know, and uh, it's an honor, a real honor and a privilege to work with you. And, you know, people like you, you know, yourself, you need your flowers every day um, because well, thank you. you're opening up the door for, you know, um, somebody like myself to come and work with radio Rashi, with I've, I've grown a relationship with through you, um, you know, and and again, you know, shouts out to um, Norris for you know contacting us and and getting us together. So it's it's all it's always an honor when I when I call you and and you don't answer, you be like I'll call you back and then you call right back. You know what I mean? It's you know. Other people could be, you know, you know how some people wear their nose in the air and they're looking down off people through their nose and stuff like that, ego and stuff like that. But I can't say that about you, uh, Jazzy. You are a one real, real down-to-earth queen, and I'm going to keep, you know, keep giving you your flowers because I, I tell you, you know, that every day we're talking on the phone, I'm talking to a superstar, you know, stuff like that just to get you laughing and everything, but... Um, What's, I, again, I, John, I appreciate I'll you. I'll say, I may, thank you, thank you, thank you. I may be a two-time Hall of Famer, but I'm still a little old me. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm like uh, Jennifer, uh, J-Lo. I'm just jazzy from the block. <laughs> you know? I'm jazzy from the country, you know. Hey, I ain't no better than no one else. It's just, I'm just a little old me, and I put my pants on just like everybody else, one leg at a time. And, you know, somebody helped me to get here. And mm-hmm. I would like to pay it forward and help someone else. That's right. Because that's where your blessing is. It ain't being snobbish because that's not going to get you anywhere. Those same people that helped get you there, some of their family is still supporting you. Or indirectly, somebody they may know may be still supporting you. In this industry, we can't do it by ourselves because we don't have listeners, ain't no radio show. We don't have the music, ain't no radio show. You know what I'm saying? So it's a hand and a glove. It all has to work together. Sounds so I'm right. going to always answer my phone unless I just can't. And like you said, I will send a message, hey, can I call you right back? And mm-hmm. if I don't call you back, trust me, I forgot and got sidetracked. But then when I see that note, I will call you back and apologize for being delayed. Uh, yes, I can say that. Um, you know, Jazzy, um, you know, all your years of, you know, you know, putting in the time, the sweat, the blood, you know, um, two-time Hall of Famer, you know, your your dress, you know, your shoes, you, well, your outfit is, you know, in glass, you know, with, you know, with Mr. Bobby Rush and stuff like that. And uh, 
working with him and then, you know, your stomp. Um, did you ever come to a point where, you know, this is going to be my last year of doing this. I'm ready. To, I'm just going to stick with radio and just retire until radio Rashi came to you, right? And that changed the whole thing, <laughs> <Yeah. game>, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I had said, okay, I'm tired now. It's, I'm not sick, but I just want to be like the little old women out in the yard and doing the fresh air and looking at my flowers, working in the flower bed, or getting in the car, getting hopping on a plane and going and enjoying life and not have to be on a schedule. Even though I work for myself, I'm still on a schedule because I still have to have my shows to the different stations in a timely manner in order for them to air. So I just wanted to do that. But I had promised Rashid that I would help him because I had saw what had happened to him. You know, so many other had taken advantage of him. And actually, Rashid has done a whole lot himself as well as writing and producing from some of the others, including the late, great Miss Denise LaSalle, two of her biggest hits he wrote. That's Why Am I Missing You and Unlovable Habit. And also uh, Miss Karen Wolf also covered that song, but it was it was written. And, and now Malico Records uh, holds that catalog, but... Mm-hmm. Rashid had wrote that for her as well. So now he's just wanting to do something for himself, and I promised that I would help him. So here I am before I retire. I said I was going to do it, and I just want to be a woman of my word and do that. All right, let's do this. Um, let's go ahead and play Radio Rashid's song that you're pushing, what we're pushing, everybody's pushing. Room Folk Party, we'll be right back, y'all. Yo, yo, this is Radio Rashid on Hilltop Radio along with the Hilltop All-Stars and my guy DJ Sean putting you in the mix. Check out my new single on Melodja Records, Grown Folks Party. Sean, do the thing, brother. What's up, world? This is Radio Rashid coming at you. Melodja Records, we doing it again. We got another one. I need all my southern solos to put your hands up in the air and head to the dance floor right now. It's a grown folks party going on. This one's for the people, the ones that show no shame. They get out on the dance floor and shake that funky thing. This one's for my workers, I know you need a break. Come with me for a little while, I better make that booty shake. I see your hair's on fleek, nice shoes on your feet. Get your people's on the phone, I got a party going on. The haters steal your mood If you know that you got it going on Then go ahead and get loose See, I can't have a good time We never know how long we got I'm gonna give 
give you every little thing you need And you know I keep it hot It's all wrong, folks, tonight Your drink got you feeling tight Put your hands up in the air And just shake your dairy, yeah Jazzy Entertainment at gmail.com. 
And Jazzy is spelled J-A-Z-Z-I-I. Jazzy, I know, you know, we, like I said, we talk every day, you know, being plans, coming up with different ideas and things, uh, you know, for this music industry. Um, if there was something that you would, that you could change about the industry, what would that be and why? <laughs> Throw away them synthesizers. <laughs> But uh, actually, I would just, you know, I just would love to see more soul into it, you know what I'm saying, and uh, get back to some more live instruments and stuff like that, and more creativity in the visualities. Right. This is the Hilltop Radio Show. Let's go uh, back to uh, Money Mike. A question or anything you want to chime in on that, you know, Jazzy was talking about? Anything from you? Uh, like I said, for me, pretty much uh, the experience, because uh, about two of the questions, DJ Son, that you asked, <laughs> I would have asked. So, uh, like I said, just, just seeing your experience, the things, the roads you traveled, how you got in there, and then, like I said, your resilience was staying, you know, being your own. That is definitely being my thing. And I, I feel you with, like, I, how I also interact with people when you say, you know, you, you want the soul. But, you know, that, that's me with music. I feel people by the soul. If I can't feel my soul, whatever form, for a format of music, I just can't cut mm-hmm. with it because it ain't touching me in that special place. So, like... I, I deal. I deal with definitely. It hits me in the soul. It's soul of the heart. Hit me in the mind. I know it can fade again. It'll fade tomorrow, but it hits soul of the heart. It got you dead on. So true. What about you, uh, uh, little dog? Yo, I would like to say that song was a banger. I like the way it sounds. It sounds like one of the marching band like don don don. I can hear it playing with black politics. <laughs> I can hear black colleges bands or high school bands playing that for halftime show. And I was just want to know uh, if somebody wanted to work with you or do some create, create moves with you, um, do you, since you getting ready to say you getting ready to retire, I, I believe you ain't ready to retire. I believe you got some more opinions. <laughs> <laughs> well, my number is 901 679 4601. I thought I would have been done retired. <laughs> well, well, she got, well, she got people like, well, she got people like Radio Ride, Sheet Around, and myself around her. She ain't going nowhere. <laughs> and, then, you know, and then, you know, Lone Dog, speaking of bands, I just, uh, Grambling State University, Southern University, Nor- Norfolk State University just accepted uh, that song by Radio Rashid, Grown Folks Party. To shine hard work. Uh, that was one of the things that we had discussed and uh it was confirmation because that was one of my vision of when we was doing this song. Actually, Rashid, Radio Rashid started the track, and 
I just started as he was playing it. I started hearing different other instruments and and told him to add this, add that. So I just co-produced, and he was adding in, and we actually got a guitar player and the keyboard player and, the, you know, the horns there to come in. But it, we actually wrote the song together because he got there and he said, okay, what am I saying now? What am I saying now? And so I couldn't, being honest, and, you know, I couldn't sit still. And I'm a dancer, so I, I love dancing. And I got up as he was doing it raw. I got up and started doing the dance. So that's where the dance step come in. And so we we uh, intended for this. We intend for this to also be a another line dance, as well as hopefully uh, we are able to work with some performance bands or mm-hmm. high school bands to want to pick it up and play it. That will do my heart well. And I think I would be totally contented, and I think we'll make a full circle at that point. <laughs> yeah, because I'm still waiting on the year from, uh can't think of his name right now, uh, the guy that was the executive producer for uh he's the one that did all the uh drum line. He did all the drum line music for drum line with Nick Nick Cannon in it. Um I had a chance to meet meet him one year back home in Maryland. And uh I'm still waiting to hear from him so I can get it in his in his hands as well too. So, you know, things are working uh for the for the best. Um and another, another question I want to ask you, uh, you know, Jazzy, all your years of, you know, in, in the industry and, and uh, patience. Explain mm. patience. Artists have mm. patience. Explain yeah. how how really important that is in this industry because having patience can help you and being impatient can hurt you. Yeah. If you want to, please. It it really can, because if you too impulsive, you know what that means. Mm-hmm. If you, I take myself, and I had to pray for patience. Not when it came to my business, but I'm an impulsive shopper, and when I go to the store and I see something, I'll pick it up if I like it, and. I have to determine if I really want this or if it's just an impulsive decision. So what I'll do is I'll put it in the basket and walk around the store with it. If it makes it to the cash register, I really want that item. If it don't, it was strictly impulse. I say that to say if you rush your craft, it will show. If you rush your craft, you may miss the most important piece. If you're too impatient to wait for the bus and you decide to catch a plane, it may just be somebody that was coming by the bus stop that was looking for someone just like you. And you missed that opportunity and someone else got it because you didn't have the patience to wait. I started Jazzy Entertainment in 1995. 
I did not get my first recognition until 2012. And I can tell you, yes, I wanted to give up too. Yes, I wanted to quit. But mm-hmm. I had someone telling me, don't quit. Keep mm-hmm. going. And they kept encouraging me and kept pushing me. And if I had a follow through with my impulsiveness, I would have missed being inducted into the Rhythm and Blues Music Hall of Fame. I would have missed being, actually, I'm also the recipient of the Nate D. William Radio Personality of the Year Award, also from the Rhythm and Blues Music Hall of Fame. I'm the first one to ever receive that in honor of Nate D. Williams. And for those that may not know, Nate D. Williams was the one that was also instrumental in starting the legendary WDIA radio station. Mm-hmm. History. So uh, I might have not. No, I know I wouldn't if I had a quit. Also, my show has gone international. I, in 2014, I received two of the highest awards from Sweden. I received the Sweden flag and the Dale Carnegie horse. Those are the highest honors that you can receive from the country of Sweden. Mm-hmm. I, I also had the opportunity from doing that. I was called from... Um, Stockholm, Sweden, and was asked to be one of the journalists for the Jefferson Blues magazine. I'm the first U.S. citizen to have my own column and strictly dedicated to Southern Soul. If I'd have quit, I wouldn't have got that opportunity. I've had the opportunity to be in six different movies, and I'm not... Please don't take this as a brag, but I'm saying hold on, hold on, hold on, a change will come. Someone is watching when you least expect somebody paying attention to you. In 2016, uh, the Chamber of Commerce, the African American Chamber of Commerce, presented me with a Ruby Award. So I have an award-winning show. But, mm-hmm. again, quitters never win. As they say, the race is not given to the swift, but the one that carries to the end. So don't quit. Don't quit. Exactly. I, 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 know what, I know what it feels like when you're being recognized because I don't even live in Georgia. My radio station, you know, is broadcasted everywhere. I'm a nominee for 2024 black radio uh, for Atlanta because someone saw saw my show and what I've done and, and they nominated me and put me in the, in the category and this is the person that has influence so, you know he's mm-hmm. not from Atlanta but he's going to be in the Hall of Fame for Atlanta and that's the way it was that's the way it was told you know and for you know for Atlanta and then you know they got the the award show uh, in August. I'm one of the uh, key panelists to speak, you know, on radio uh, for the Southern Soul Music uh, Radio Film Awards down there. So, 
I understand what you, what you're saying, dedication that we put in to make sure that audience all over the world is listening to music or listening to exactly. a conversation or listening to a conversation like we're doing. Uh, you know, bringing, you know, whether it's hip hop or bringing it, whether it's jazz, bringing it, whether it's gospel, you know, bringing some some type of music to somebody that's going to put a smile on their face. They're going to be like, they're going to reminisce over. So, oh man, I remember that playing. I remember that song back in, back in middle school when I was in eighth grade, you know, SOS band or something like that. I remember that back in 83. You know, I, I get like that sometimes when I'm sitting here and I'm listening to my streaming station and an old school song comes out. I'm like, damn, I remember that damn song. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's, it it feels good when you when you bring artists on, you know, and and you bring in people on such as yourself that has a history behind them, and you're giving people opportunity to walk down the lane and the road, the highway that you know that you took to get to where you're at today, because your your story can inspire five or six other people that are trying to get down that road where you're at, you know, where you, what you have accomplished and stuff like that. But the thing about it is the key word is you got to have the patience. Yeah. And I didn't do it by myself. I mean, I've had help. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Someone took the time to grab me by the hand and pulled me along. Uh, uh, and, And I will say a lot don't, a lot of people don't even know, but I've had the opportunities to come to me to work with different genres of music. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I started with hip-hop with Miss Lois Lane being into Red Room, and then from that, uh, working with Leo Casino. Mr. Leo Casino was the first jazz major of the United States, graduating from Howard, and he was part of the Blackbirds. Mm-hmm. And I had the opportunity to work with him, and then with the legendary Barcades and the legendary uh, Jay Blackfoot, then now two-time Grammy winner, Mr. Bobby Rush, and also on my label was Miss B, an artist out of Memphis, Tennessee. I also uh, gave Mr. Sam his record deal, Felisa Janae, also that... I've also had on my label and management Tangia, which is an alternative rock group. And some of the members in that band at the time came from the group Survivor. So I've, I've had things to come to me by simply being patient and being in the right place at the right time. So it can happen. When you think, again, when you think no one is looking or paying attention, you would be surprised. Because I, I, me, as for me, and I'm going to be honest, I get turned off, especially when you got a talent artist or artist or group, and they're very, very talented, and they have that unpatience thing with them. It, it turns me off because, to me, it's just saying they're not ready. And and I don't have time to I don't have time to um, waste my time because 
advice that you give, they're not they're not listening to the advice because they're antsy in the in the pants. And and, and, and then that's true. Uh huh. But Go ahead, Sean. Uh huh. It comes from lack of knowledge. If we don't know better, we don't do better. You know what I mean? Or sometimes, sometimes you have those artists that I say they know just enough to be a danger to themselves. And when you you spend about five hot minutes with them, then you already know they don't know all that they should know or need to know. They know enough to get by. Well, if you have watched someone play video game, PS5 or PS3 you know, or whatever, or if you watch someone drive a car, you can pick up the hang of it. But it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean that you're ready to drive. And yes. I said that to say sometimes some of the artists that are impatient, they want it today. We have to remember, easy come, easy go. And what you want to look and strive for is longevity. You don't want to be known as a one-hit wonder. Mm-hmm. They knew you today, and two years down the road, five years down the road, nobody even know who you are or even remember you. And that's the one thing that you don't want. So you don't want to rush it. Wine, fine wine, takes time. So do yep. your craft. Yeah, you ain't going like to get it overnight. So you, you know, you're going to have to work at it. So you know, like tonight, why not like, your profession? Exactly. Like tonight, supposed to have a group, a group on, a young man and young woman on tonight. You know, a guy reached out to me. You know how, you know, I break artists' music and bring artists on and give them, you know, honest opinion on the music with the group, you know, that I have, the team that I have, you know, and I, you know, I hit them up, you know, no show. It's not a second chance no more. My schedule is tight. I can't give second chances no more. You know, we take time out of our schedule to create a a schedule where they could have benefit, you know, while you were on here, Jazzy, listen to them. They could have benefit but you know, Low Dog and, and Mike being on here, the backgrounds that they have, it got a benefit. But then now, now he gets back. They at they at the damn movies. A movie, a a seven dollar fifty cent movie, and and popcorn was more important to them than getting their asses on the phone and chiming in to get their music played worldwide could have set them up for a lifetime. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that goes with that impatient. And then wasting people's time is another one. Being impatient and wasting people's time. I hate that. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jazzy, um, Again, I want to say thank you. I know you have a, a schedule out of this world. We both do. And, um, again, I want to thank you for taking time out of your schedule and being here. All the things that you accomplished and the things that 
we're going to accomplish together as a team. We got something big for next year in the making that's going to really, <laughs> really go and benefit the industry and benefit a lot of people that's, you know, that, that intends to really want to work. So that's why I said you ain't going nowhere. You know you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> 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 and, uh, you know, we got a lot of stuff to do. You know, you know we got we, we just got a lot to do. We we got a lot to do. You know what I'm saying? It's you know six months in the 2023. You know 2024 is around the corner. You know when August gets here, you might as well say the new year is around the corner. And um, you know we, we got a lot for the people. We got a lot to bring for the people and bring to the people. And it's been a pleasure and an honor. And I still can't wait. You know, as they say, for tomorrow to get here, you know, to see what tomorrow's going to bring us. But again, I I thank you, I love you, and I appreciate you. And um, we we're going to do this together. Real talk. Real talk. We're going to do this together. And I hope that I said something to be able to help someone or to encourage you. You know, to inspire you that. You can do it, and you can make it. All you have to do is put your mind to it, and I'll end it like like the drill sergeant used to tell us, I don't mind and you don't matter. You don't mind putting in what's going to benefit you. And them other haters, they don't matter. That's right. Um. Any any words for, you know, anything you want to tell the new artists that are coming in that are trying to get into the industry the wrong way? Is there any advice you want to give them? Uh, yeah. Make sure you know which direction you want to go in because it's so many direction and demographic and geographics that you may be targeting. And you're not going to appeal to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Uh, some come in that want to be a valedeer. Some come in want to be a, a producer. Some come in wants to be writers. Some come in want to be jack of all trades. Don't be afraid to take criticism because one thing for sure, a critique, can only make you better. Whether it's good or bad, controversy always sells because curiosity killed the cat. Okay? Mm-hmm. So don't don't be offended if someone gives you a criticism that could be constructive. Because if you take what they've told you with the knowledge that you have, it may be a better way of doing it, easier way of doing it than what you're doing. But that don't mean that you're doing it wrong, but it could be quicker. And I don't mean by rushing, but if you if it take if it's taking me four hours to produce an hour show and you can come in and show me how I can cut that time down to thirty minutes, I'll be foolish not to listen to what you have to say, and I like to use Mr. Bobby Rush as a prime example. 
I, I mm-hmm. tell him, I will be a fool to be under him this long and not learn something. Because if mm-hmm. I haven't learned, if nothing else, I may not do everything the way he do it or the way he's doing it, but he knows something. Because ain't no man been in this business and have over 365 records and been in the business for over 60 years and don't know nothing. Exactly. So don't be afraid to take some criticism or some suggestions or some advice from someone else that's been in the business a tad bit longer than you or have the experience that will offer you. Wisdom is key. And as young, I once was young too, I'm now the old lady, but (laughs) if we'd have listened to our grandparents, some of the things that they told us has come to pass. So if someone have lived it and done it, they may be able to save you the mistake of having to do what they did to get there. And they can save you some heartache. That's right. So true. Uh, any last words you want to say, uh, Mike, to Miss Jazzy? Anything? Uh, anything? Uh, I'd just like to say uh, I thank you just for for me tonight, for everything you said, like I said, it's definitely impacted me uh, on even my journey here in radio and also me as an artist. So I definitely take it all in stride and adding that to the mind and the heart. Thank you. Yo, I would just like to tell her and to keep 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 being real and keep doing what she's doing because uh, it seems like I've been knowing her all my life and we've just been in the same circle. We've just been missing each other. But I want to let her know I am going to get with her, get get your number from her, him, Marshawn, because I definitely want to make your dream come true by putting your uh, song with the marching band. I, I got a friend that. of mine. So we going to work in this summer. We need to go ahead and strike now before the band, because right now they're getting ready to go in band camp. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I got you back. Don't worry about it. Thank you so very much. Thank you so very much. And, Sean, it is okay to give the number. Uh, I did give it out, you know what I'm saying, but it's okay mm-hmm. to re- to reshare. 69.95, cash at me right now. You can get her number, 69.95. DJ11. Wow. No, I just joking. Uh, again, Jazzy, thank well, you. She did hard. sound like a uh, church um, um, MC at the end. If I oh, did yeah. anything <laughs> to say, or if I did say this far, please re- don't use it for my weakness. She sounded like one of them um, anniversary people. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
All right, Miss Jazzy, again, thank you. Love you. I will be talking to you tomorrow. You already know. Yes. Thank you for having me, Sean. It's been a pleasure. Likewise, likewise. This ain't the last time. Trust me, you're going to be back again. (laughs) (laughs) And, hey, I'm waiting on that music from uh, Money Mike and Law Dog. Hey, or your projects that you're working on. Stay in touch. I'm reachable. I got a story. I need to day. Say that again. I need you and your girls to come and dance on Show Show Dance. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like son. Then that's gonna cost you, there. <laughs> hey, that's right. Hey, but if y'all, y'all go check hey, Chinese got the number. But look, if y'all turn Chinese checkers in the in the chop chop and all that, well, I know y'all gonna make it. Yeah, but you know, I done got a little older. That that was in '97 and '98. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, for Radio Rashid, I did my little two step, as they can say. I got my little two steps in, then I called in. Uh, some of the line dance teams and showed them what I was envisioned so they can carry it out for me. <laughs> right. You got to be smart enough to know how to delegate. delegate. Right. <laughs> you can't do it all. Look, I say, I'd rather you say, I remember when Jazzy A could get down there and drop it like it's hot. <laughs> Did you see Jazzy A get down there and somebody had to help her old butt up? <laughs> DJ Shark can do it. DJ Shark can dance. Yeah, not these days I can't. Now, back in the 80s, I could. Yeah. Yeah, back in the 80s, I had that high top fade like kid and play with a dog on the top. <laughs> Oh, I did. You ain't had no high right. Real talk, I did. I put, I put you ain't had no high right, did you, Huh? You ain't had no high right in no shag, did you? In no tail, oh, did you? No, nah, I ain't had that shit. No, no. <laughs> no. Money Mike did. Money, money Mike did. <laughs> uh, well, look, I, I had the tail because, you know, I, I had to cut that curve from back in the gap, but you know, uh, I had that long tail that you know that, that natural flow, you know. So I was rocking the tail. I ain't gonna even lie. <laughs> and then, too, Jazz had the bar going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, let's go to a commercial. And again, Jazz, thank you for being a part of our show. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you again. We'll be right back. Madam Marie's Candle Shop and Botanical Store is now open. Located in the back of Northgate Mall, Pine Street Entrance, 1800 Evangeline Thruway, Suite 613 in Lafayette. Black owned by Roz Marie. Stop by Madam Marie's Candle Shop for sage, oils, lotions, and candles. Plus Yanni Steam, Body Contouring, Foot Detox, and Spiritual Guidance. Open Tuesday through Friday, 11 until 6, and Saturdays 2 until 5. Stop by today. For more info, call 337-258-2354. Like, oh, like, oh, yeah. I ain't even care. 
kind of like to deal with the foolishness and the negativity. I keep to myself, team solo, just stay by that bag, you know? Yeah. Late nights, cutting corners, cruising Windows down, just pumping music Lean low, keep reclining Leather cozy, stress and whining Haters free, staying sucker free No space invaders, it's time for me Just clear my thoughts from negativity All the drama and bullshit ain't for me All the mess and nonsense ain't for me No room for fakes, trying to fill my plate Ain't cut for those that cut for me Ain't about your boy, anything for me No love lost, just keep it pushing Hustle game, play and execute it Just keep the bag, keep my foot on the gas Don't pump the brakes, just part the gate No way
right, welcome back to the Hilltop Radio Show. Uh, Jazzy, that's Money Mike's latest song called No Wait On Me. What do you think about oh, that? Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, don't know if that no, wait on uh, me. Yeah. Wait. Mike, are you? Mike, are you the one from Augusta? No, no, I'm from Shreveport, Louisiana. Shreveport, okay. Yes, ma'am. Oh, I'm getting ready okay. to play the Low Dogs uh, song. Uh, here we go. We'll be right back, y'all. Yeah. This is your boy Low Dog. Nice workout. 
song as well. Yeah, actually the um actually the hospitals and the and the therapists they wanna um market that thing. I'm just trying to get a good team together. I thank God from um DJ Sean. You know. So just trying to build up Team Law so we can go ahead and build this thing together because, like, it ain't no iron team. That's oh, right. Yeah. Well, let's do this real no quick before we get up out of here. Uh, Jazzy, again, thank you for being part of the show. Let everybody know where they can follow you at on social media. The best place to catch me is really on Facebook. Even though I have Twitter and Instagram, I don't really uh, go there and <laughs> and uh, attend to those pages, should I say. But you can find me on Facebook, definitely. There's several different pages there, and I do, or we do, should I say, uh, respond and reply to all of them whether it's up under Jazzy Anderson, J-A-Z-Z-I-I Anderson, or if it's Jazzy A, or if it's up under W-N-D-K Radio or W-H-M-L Radio, which is the gospel station, uh, I will answer, or somebody's going to answer you from one of those pages. But if you definitely if you send it to Jazzy Anderson, I do personally respond. All right, all right. Low dog, let everybody know where they can follow you on. Yo, you can find you can find me. You can find me on all platforms, uh, lawegroup.com, or you can find me at Lawrence Freeman. Um, that's L A W E R E N C E Freeman on Facebook, or they can go underscore, law dog underscore, at um, um, Instagram. All right. Money Mike? Of course, of course. Uh, you can always catch me here on the Hilltops Mondays and Thursdays. Of course, with DJ Sean and the Hilltop All-Stars. On all social media, it's H-U-N-G Music. That's I-T-S-U-N-G-M-U-S-I-C or the website at newungmusic.com. All right, I want to thank, again, I want to thank everybody out there that listens to the show. Make sure you guys tune in with me uh, Sunday night. I'll be back on again Sunday night with Love After Dark, The Quiet Storm. I'll be bringing you guys part two of The Quiet Storm um, Sunday night right here on the Hilltop Radio Show. You guys be be blessed. Have a good, awesome weekend. And don't forget to reach out to the ones that, you know, just reach out to the ones, just say hello, let them know you're thinking about, you know, because mental health is, is running rapid out here. You know, just keep people on within close, close uh, fingers on that phone and, you know, just tell everybody, hey, what you doing? You need anything? Or I'll just call them and say hello. Like Lionel Richie, I'll just call to say I love you. No, that's Stevie Wonder. Yeah, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> well, Richie is hello. Is it you hello. I'm looking for? Yeah, I think that's the song. Yeah. 
<laughs> but uh, you guys be easy, be breezy. Much love, respect to everyone. See you when I see you guys. Have a good night. Peace. Good night. Peace. Good night.